welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy New Year, everybody. Also, happy Tuesday. But we're going to call it Tale of the Tape Tuesday. The podcast private is back. Still dishing out the real talk. Still dishing out the facts. It's 2024. Where you at? It's your boy, OG. And if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking the lamest terms. We ready to go? No holds barred. I tried to tell you haters. I leave non-believers beat battered and scarred. Ride with me. Tale of the Tape Tuesday. Show me what you got. Let's go. First show of 2024. I'm ready. All right, everybody. Happy New Year once again. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to try not to keep you long, but got a lot of things to catch up on. So let's go ahead and hit the quick hit cycle. Like I said, I'm going to try to get in and out, but hey, you never know. First things first, we're going to start off with the NCAA football. It's Michigan and Washington for the national championship next Monday. And if you haven't, if you watched the games, it was two great games. Michael Penix Jr. still getting ignored. Crazy. And my man Jim Harbaugh is an outlaw. Plain and simple outlaw. We'll get into that later in the show. Moving on in college football. Uh, Colorado coach, Coach Prime, my man, crowned the portal king for the second year in a row. But Colorado's AD is talking about he doesn't like the portal. Uh, Apparently somebody is not on the same page. Listen, Rick, you were about to get fired before Coach Prime got there. Get on the train or get off or get ran over. That's all I'm saying. It's a new year. Let's be nice about it. Then we're going to move into the NFL. My man Russ got benched for the last two games of the year because he wouldn't change his contract. Sean Payton and the organization seems like they've painted themselves into a little corner, which I hope they don't get out. Think about it. Russ not might not be the one leaving town. We might touch on this a little bit later, but I don't want my blood pressure to get up right now. Right now, we riding with Russ. Moving on. The Dolphins lose their pass rusher Chubb with a torn ACL. Tough break for him. Uh, the 49ers, McCaffrey, he won't play in the last game because, of course, he's hurt. The steroid king lives. Moving on, the Rams bring back Kicker Meyer after uh, the, the current kicker, well, former kicker, missed two extra points. So he's out of there. Also, in, uh, in the NFL, as I told you last time we talked on the 22nd, uh, Antonio Gates. And uh, Julius Peppers, they hit up the Hall of Famers group. Uh, get to that also later in the show. Now, the NBA, the Pistons finally got off the snide after losing 28 straight. Uh, the Toronto Raptors gave it up. I'm glad somebody gave it up. 28 losses in a row, that's a little bit too much. Moving on, A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, my man, uh, he wants to acquire the minority stake in the T-Wolves. And if you haven't been paying attention, the T-Wolves are number one in the West. Might be a good investment. We'll see. Mark Cuban, uh, he completes the sale of the Mavericks, but he is still in control of all basketball operations. So Mark won't be going anywhere. He'll still be in his seat behind the bench. Uh, the Knicks, nothing, nothing really going on in the trade. It's, then the Knicks popped off. Uh, the Knicks send the Raptors. Pull off a, a trade sending R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quigley to the Raptors for O.G. Anobi. I mean, I don't even know how to take it as a trade. R.J. Barrett is Canadian, so he's going to thrive. Uh, I wouldn't have got rid of Quigley. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, I don't know what the reason behind that is, but, you know, Tom Thibodeau, he, 
they keep drafting the same type player. So I don't know what the Knicks are doing, and I'm not even going to try to break it down for you. Moving on, the Nuggets, Aaron Gordon was the victim of a dog attack. Uh, cuts and bruises, uh, nothing other than that uh, disclosed, but he will be out uh, for a little while. Moving on to NCAA men's. Uh, DePaul former coach, Joey Myers, passed at age 74. DePaul was big back in the late 80s uh, with his dad being a coach. Uh, also, school where Rod Strickland went, Dallas Comma Jeans, Terry Cummins. They were a big deal back in the late 80s. Uh, condolences to the Meyer family. Uh, UConn, defending champs, their center, Devon Klingon, he's out three to four weeks. Uh, I think it was a need, but they really didn't disclose what was wrong. Uh, then we have Diallo, the number three uh, point guard in the class of 24, chooses the Washington Huskies. So look for him in the Huskies uniform. Moving on to college, the women's. Caitlin Clark moves to number five on the all-time scoring list uh, women's college basketball. Uh, hey, she's the one-woman one show out there. Then we got uh, Big Blow, uh, Texas guard, Hammond. She tore ACL and is out for the season. A bad break for the Longhorns. Moving on to Major League Baseball. A lot of moving around going on. Uh, the Reds bring back the reliever Farmer for a one-year deal. The White Sox reach a one-year deal with uh, their reliever Hill. And also another pitcher, Felexa. Uh, the Yanks trade their ex-top prospect, Floreal, uh, to the Guardians. Wow. Top prospects, Yankees trading. Whew. Uh, the Twins reach a deal with reliever uh, Stalmont. On a one-year deal. And the Braves acquire uh, Red Sox favorite Chris Sale from the Red Sox. Never saw that one coming. Uh, the Blue Jays signed Kiner Felfa. He signed a two-year, $15 million deal uh, with the Blue Jays. Uh, we're off of Major League Baseball now. Moving into tennis. Naomi Osaka is back. She wins her first her return match after having a baby. Welcome back Naomi nothing to report about a uh, Coco Golf but they are our best hope uh, for women's tennis since Serena retired uh, then we got on the men's side Rafael Nadal he loses in his latest uh, attempt to return maybe Rafi maybe it's time to go buddy it might be just time to go uh, I got a lot of boxing as you know Dante Wilder he lost the fight to Parker uh, I'll get into that in boxing later in the show. That's all I have for the quick hits. Now let's talk some college football and some bowl games. Let's talk about it. Uh, last time I was on, on that Friday, we had Georgia Tech. And I'm not going to go through all these bowls with these crazy names. I'm just going to tell you the teams that played, who won, who lost. Let's go. First, we had Georgia Tech versus uh, UFC on that Friday, on the 22nd, on that Friday, the Yellow Jackets, 30 to 17. And then the following Saturday, you had Troy versus Duke. The Blue Devils pull it out 17 to 10. Also on Saturday, you had Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois, 21 to 19. Then we had uh, James Madison versus Air Force, 31 21 Air Force. Uh, the Dukes didn't have their starting quarterback. Okay, and then we had Georgia State versus Utah State. Georgia State, 45-22. Uh, Eastern Michigan versus South Alabama. South Alabama, 59-10. Somebody didn't show up. Then we had Utah versus Northwestern. 
Uh, Northwestern, 14-7. They pulled one out who everybody was got, thought was going to be a tumultuous season. The fire in their head coach at the beginning of the year. But, hey, they won a bowl game. Then we had Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State. Coastal, 24-14. And then we had uh, Bowling Green versus Minnesota. Minnesota pulls it out, 30-24. Then we had uh, Texas State versus Rice. Texas State, 45-21. And we had Kansas versus UNLV. The Jayhawks, 49-36. Okay, then we had on that Wednesday, we had Louisville versus USC. The Trojans pull it out, 42-28. I think they found their future quarterback. Uh, then we had Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. Cowboys, 31-23. Oh, Texas A&M reeling after losing the coach, the quarterback, and uh, coordinators. Then we had Vitek versus Tulane. The Hokies 41 to 20. And then we had uh, UNC versus West Virginia. Uh, Mountaineers 30 to 10. Then on that Thursday, we had SMU versus Boston College. BC 23 uh, 14. Then we had Rutgers versus Miami. Rutgers 31 24. Then we had Arizona versus Oklahoma, 38 to 24. And then we had uh, North Carolina State versus Kansas State, KSU, 28 to 19. We're going to get into that Friday. Friday games, we had Clemson against Kentucky, 38-35. Clemson, uh, Oregon versus uh, Oregon State versus Notre Dame, the Irish, 40 to 8. Uh, we had Memphis versus Iowa State, 36 to 26. And then we had Missouri versus Ohio State, 14-3, Mizzou. Bad look, Ohio State. Uh, then Saturday, we had Georgia versus FSU, 63-3, the NCAA BS. This was a setup. We had Ole Miss versus Penn State, 38-25. Ole Miss, Penn State didn't have the offenses, offensive or defensive coordinator. Sad. Auburn versus Maryland, uh, the Terps, 31-13. And then uh, Toledo versus Wyoming closed it out on Saturday, 16-15, Wyoming. Okay, on Monday, we had Liberty versus Oregon, 45-6. The Ducks, Bo Nix out there stat padding, but they don't want to talk about that. Then we had Wisconsin versus LSU, 35-31 Tigers, no Jaden Daniels. And finally, it was Iowa versus Tennessee, 35-0. Somebody at Tennessee was mad, and Coach Ferentz for the Hawkeyes didn't like it. Now we're going to go to the Final Four. Uh, we had first game was Michigan versus Alabama. Now the big argument was Alabama should have been in it. Hell no, they shouldn't have been in it. Like I said, and the NCAA could have cleaned it up. Like I said, all they had to do was put the two-time defending national championship at number four, and nothing would have been said instead of going through this whole farce of getting Alabama in and keeping FSU out and having FSU getting murdered by Georgia because it was sixty-three to three. He could have stopped. He could have stopped running the score up before halftime but did he no because ncaa was trying to prove their point you let alabama in they lost in overtime 27 20 and i'm happy moving on texas versus washington and like i said when is the michael Penix jr uh, uh disrespect gonna stop 37 31 was a nail biter at the end but i had no doubt 
that they were going to beat the Longhorns because you don't know what uh, Ewers is going to show up at quarterback. And when he uh, got hurt, they had Arch Manning warming up. And I wanted to see the young Manning come in so we could show you how good he's not. But anyway, the Longhorns uh, laid it down. Shout out to my man, Gabe Bolton. Sorry they couldn't. Sorry the Longhorns couldn't get in. Okay. Let me tell you the guys that's going into the draft right now. It's been a slew of them, but the big names. Uh, Wazoo quarterback Cam Ward. He declares for the draft after making several recruiting stops. He decided to go pro. Tennessee quarterback Martin Milton. He also declares for the draft. Uh, George, uh, Georgia tackle Mims. He also declares. Arkansas quarterback Jefferson, he transfers to UCF. What happened there? And LSU flips defensive tackle commit uh, from AM. I didn't get his name. I'll look at, I'm going to have to look it up. But that's pretty much all the scores. If you missed any, uh, you know, I, just, I just ran them down. Like I said, I wasn't going through all those crazy bowl names. But the NCAA BS. The FSU-Georgia game, I mean, come on. You were saying you didn't want FSU in there to play against Michigan. Michigan wouldn't have put up that many points. Then you had the, the second-string quarterback after Travis got hurt. He hits the portal. So you start in a three-star. Two of his top receivers and in the, in, in the tight end are not playing. But, you know, Georgia just ran up the score for no reason. Wonder why. Wonder why. And like I said, if you watch these games, if you watch the games yesterday and you left that not thinking Michael Penix Jr. got robbed of the Heisman and is not the best quarterback, not the best player in college football, you need your head examined. Let me just tell you like this. Bo Nix, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jalen Daniels cannot make those throws. Cannot. Point blank. Period. That's all I have for college football. Now, let's talk about the pro game. Going a little fast here, but I got a lot to cover. Let's talk about first Thursday game was the Jets versus the Browns. Hey, I don't know what uh, Joe Flacco was eating on the couch when he was out, but whatever it is, I want some. 37-20 over the Jets. So that sad season and the whole debacle with Aaron Rodgers and him coming back, not coming back. Hey, I wanted to see you come back because you kept saying you were going to come back to, uh, you know, I guess to give the troops some hope. But then all of a sudden you can't play. I call BS. I call BS. Then we had Detroit against the Dallas Cowboys. And yours truly was in Jerry's world, Jerry's house. They put my man. Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor, and I had to be there. The house that Jerry built. Although some turmoil, 20 to 19, we pull it off. It's not our fault. The referee didn't do his job. But then Detroit went for it two extra times uh, to get the two-point conversion, and they didn't get it. I guess that's our fault, too. Shout out to my boy, uh, Ratliff, Detroit fan. He took it well. He was also in the game. But stadium was so damn big, we didn't get the hookup, but... We'll see you again next time, homeboy. Uh, moving on. Pats versus the Bills. 27-21. The Pats made it a game. Uh, Belichick has had a bad season, but that defense is still his defense. Uh, they did what they could, but on the offensive side of the ball, they have no hope. Then you got the Falcons versus the Bears. 37-17, the Bears. Justin Fields is for real. 
All this crap about he can't read defenses, he can't throw the ball, he's not this, he's not that. I just want you to think about one thing. Coming out of high school, he was rated higher than your, the golden boy, Sunshine, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. So I don't think he lost those skills. It's the situation. Look at it as a situation. They're talking about moving on from him. Good luck. Then we got the Raiders versus the Colts. 23-20 Colts. And I just would like to think what the coach would be if Richardson hadn't got hurt this year. Shane Steichen is a genius. Ask Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts. Then we got the Rams versus the Giants. 26-25 Rams. And the Rams are the scariest team in the NFC. And as a Cowboy fan, I don't want to play them. Then we got the Cardinals versus the Eagles. 35-31. The Eagles simply blew it. Point blank period, they blew it. You got Matt Patricia. You replaced your uh, normal D- DC with Matt Patricia, who was a horrible head coach, and he was okay as a DC. 35-31 Cardinals. How does that working out for you? Then we got the Saints versus the Bucks. 23-13. The Saints. Nobody knows who the real Bucks team is. Nobody knows who the real Saints team is. It's gonna come down to the wire with the Bucks having the upper hand. All they gotta do is win on Sunday. Then you got the 49ers versus the Commanders, 27-10. It was good. It was a good game for a half, but Jacoby Brissett went down, and it was all over. Panthers versus the Jags, 26-0. Travis Etienne took it into his hands with Trevor Lawrence on the sideline. Out of there. Dolphins versus the Ravens, 56-19 Ravens. Lamar. Action Jackson. Every time I turned the TV and turned back, they had scored another touchdown. MVP race over. Moving on. Titans versus the Texans. 26-3 Texans. Texas is a problem. Texas is a problem. If Tank Dell hadn't got hurt, they'd really be a, be a problem. If uh, C.J. Stroud hadn't got that concussion, they'd probably be leading a division. Uh, it's going to be a fist fight to the wire in that division between them, the Colts, and the Jags. Stay tuned. Then we got the Steelers versus the Seahawks. 30-23 Steelers. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers had their uh, problem solver on the bench this whole time. Rudolph will be starting this Sunday. And then we have the Chargers versus the Broncos. 16-9. They say they bench Russell to jumpstart the team. Well, 16 whole points. What a jumpstart. Like I said, Sean Payton is getting outed for the asshole he is, and I love it. Bengals versus the Chiefs, 25-17. The Chiefs, the Chiefs don't look good. And if you think they're going to go on a road and beat somebody looking like that, I don't give a care if Taylor Swift does show up. She's going to show up for the beatdown. That's what she's going to show up for. And then we had uh, the Packers versus the Vikings, 33-10. Uh, Packers, nothing but love for you, baby. For all the crap they talked about Jordan Love uh, beginning of the season, he's playing like he was supposed to play right now. And good luck to the young man. Like I said, the MVP race, it's all Lamar Jackson right now. That's all Lamar Jackson. That's all I have to talk about. Moving on to the NBA. And I'm not even going to the teams or any of that stuff. I'm just going to talk about the problems that the NBA is having. Why it's almost unwatchable at times. And, and like they got to do something else. Uh, Adam Silver's got to rethink his whole thing. He's about the money. He knows nothing about basketball, according to me, because I just can't see it. First of all, 
the Pistons, this 28-game losing streak, I mean, they've got a great coach. they got a great organization. But the players have to buy in. You got so much crying, bickering, and whining. And these guys are coming into the league so young. They don't know. Everybody, is, it's, the, it's a me, me, me league now. 28 losses tells me that everybody is on that team is about themselves. And they need to get it together. Okay, Cunningham, you the leader, my brother. Take control. Monty can only do so much. And you can see the frustration in his eyes. Because if it was him, I know he's thinking he wanted to trade the whole damn team. But, hey, these guys have to buy in. It ain't all on the coach. They got to get over those crybaby tendencies and play some real basketball. Because when you try to turn it on and you haven't been turning it on, it don't work so good. So, hey, congrats uh, to them getting out of the 28-win loss, but they've already started another streak. So we'll see how long that one goes. Now, moving on to LeBron James. LeBron won this BS in-season tournament, and how's that working out for him? They were 2-6 and six after the tournament, and they're currently on a two-game losing streak where he dropped 36-40, and 40, and they still lost. How's that working out for you? The Lakers are they, they sad right now. The Lakers are sad, and like I said, if LeBron is going to be your focal point, you're never winning another title. And like I said, the sad part about it is LeBron knows that. The Lakers know that, but they still won't do anything to change it. And trying to bring Zach Levine and these other guys in, you got to think about it. Every time they bring a new guy in, you know why they bring the new guy in? To have somebody to blame. And Darvin Ham, you're on the hot seat. But I don't know anybody that wants that job right now. They keep uh, bringing up Doc Rivers. Man, nobody wants to see Doc in L.A. Remember, he was the Clippers coach. He lost two 3-1 leads. They're really not going for that in Hollywood. So that's what I'm saying. Next up, Mr. John Morant reinstated. Somehow, he still thinks it's a game. Uh, one of the game winning shots he made. He got suspended for a gun. He's still shooting guns into the crowd. Come on, man. Come on. Really? Is that where we at? You just got suspended for playing with guns. You still acting like you got a gun in your hand. You not a thug, y'all. You not a thug. And then, like I said, it's not his, it's not the people around him. It's him. It's him. It's him. I'm looking for him to be in trouble and sometime soon. I'm not wishing that on anybody, but stupid is stupid does what stupid does, and he just stupid. Then we got his partner in crime. Those South Carolina boys know how to mess stuff up. Zion Williamson, you need to get your ass out the McDonald's drive-thru and get in the gym. Pelicans, please trade him. Trade him to a big, trade him to a big time city like New York or somewhere like that. So they'll hold his ass accountable. The media in those big cities, they will tear his ass up. They'll hold him accountable because the organization won't. The Pelicans won't hold him uh, to the standard or the organization. And it's, like I keep saying, until they do, they're not. They're not. The best thing you can do, get out before the ceiling falls out, before he gets hurt, or eat yourself out of the league. Moving on. Joel Embiid. Joel, it's sad to say, people, Joel Embiid won't be the back-to-back -back MVP this year. You know why? 
because his fat ass wasn't playing enough games to qualify for it. Now, I'm down with Adam Silva on that. I'm, enough of these part-time players. The game restrictions, no more part-time players. Kawhi Leonard, never going to win an MVP. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it because these guys actually got to play these games. 50 games. You're supposed to be the most well-conditioned athletes in the world. And you can't play 82 games. I mean, I know the travel and all of that, but it's way better than it was back in the day. And you had those old school guys playing 82 games, flying commercial. Give me a break. Moving on. My man Katie, frustrated in Phoenix. I mean, why shouldn't he be? The Bradley Beal trade was a big mistake. I think he's played a total of three games. They actually all played together for the only... What, they've only played one and a half games together? One and a half games. Think about that. The three moves they need to make. First, fire Frank Vogel. He's a horrible coach. He's not what they need. They want to run. Frank Vogel wants to sit up and run a half court with no point guard. Second, get a point guard. I mean, I keep screaming John Wall, but hell, you don't even have to get John Wall. Just get a point guard. And then last but not least, get a big like I said, Boogie Cousins, Dwight Howard, somebody that's not uh, that's predictable. Nurkic is unpredictable as they get, and he has the worst basketball IQ ever. Get a big. Whew, moving on. Denver is falling back to the pack. The great Jokic uh, can't save because Mary's out or that they don't have a bench. They've been playing pretty well, but... They're not the same team as last year, and playing with house money, if you think they're going to win a championship again, it's not happening. There's several teams in the West that could take them out this year. I mean, hey, they might make a blockbuster trade, but as constructed, they're not winning jack. And then finally in the NBA, we got the Clippers. We got the Clippers. Anybody thinking James Harden is going to lead this team anywhere I got some swampland in Louisiana. I'd love to sell you. Moving on. We're going to jump right into this NCAA men's basketball. Not, not a whole lot of games going on through the holidays, but a couple of upsets. We had number four, Arizona, fall to number 14, Florida Atlantic, 96-95 in overtime. Hey, maybe them Florida Atlantic boys uh, are, are better than I thought. And then we had number 13, Gonzaga, who's always overrated. They fall to unranked San Diego State. Yes, I said unranked San Diego State as per usual. Uh, the rankings just changed. They might uh, send out a new batch either later today or tomorrow. But as is, here are the, the rankings for the men right now. Number one is Purdue. You got the big man, Edney, holding it now. He's not just a one-man team. Purdue can play. Number two, Kansas. Like I said, they got the best wings in the country. Number three, Houston. Uh, they got said they've had several scares, but they're still undefeated. Number four, UConn, uh, defending champs. Uh, number five is Tennessee. Rick Barnes has righted the ship. They're ready to go. Number six, Kentucky. The Wildcats look like the early Calipari teams uh, in Kentucky, and they're going to be a problem. Number seven, Marquette. Shaka had been up and down for a little bit, but he's got the guys uh, playing at a high level again. Uh, number eight, UNC. R.J. Davis is special. Uh, the Tar Heels go as he goes. Number nine, Illinois. I don't know why they made the top ten, but hey, they're there. 
And finally, at number 10, we got Arizona. Like I said, also losing that. Still one of the most complete teams in the country. And Caleb Love is really leading them like he should have been leading at Carolina. But, hey, like I said, I wish them all the best. But Arizona's at number 10. Then we're going to go to the women's side. Only upset was number five, Texas lost to number 10, Baylor. That's it. Uh, number one is still South Carolina, the Death Star, uh, lead by uh, Lord Bader, who, who's Don Staley. Number two, UCLA. Like I said, UCLA lost key player, and everybody were, uh, was, were counting them out, including me. Uh, then they upset, they beat USC this weekend, said, hey, they're the real deal. At number three, you got NC State, still the boogie women of college basketball. Nobody wants to play them. Number four, uh, Iowa, Caitlin's Army. Like I said, once they start get into uh, get into a conference play, I think they'll get knocked out of the top ten. But we'll see. Number five, Colorado. Uh, still no Salome uh, Salome uh, Sanders sightings, but they're doing well. Number six, Baylor. Like I said, Baylor's back on the map. Number seven. LSU, the national champs are still stuck at number seven. Why won't they raise them up any? I, I don't, I don't, the uh, scandal must be too much. I don't know, still stuck at number seven. Number eight, Stanford. Number nine, USC. And number 10, uh, the Texas Longhorns. That's all I have for women's college basketball. Uh, New York year started, so we ended on with some boxing. Uh, Deontay Wilder. Messed the money up. He looked terrible. Uh, he was dom dominated by Parker in his fight on the 23rd. Uh, it was sad to watch. I mean, Dante got in there acting like he was a boxer. Dante, you're not a boxer. You're a brute. You should have got in there and threw them things like you normally do and got this guy out of there. But you didn't. Maybe it's time for you to hang him up. But you messed up the money with uh, Joshua. Uh, Joshua... Uh, he 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 won his fight pretty easily. They they stopped it, but now everybody that was wanting to see Joshua Wilder is kind of like, why do we want to see that now? But Joshua was talking all the smack in the world. Now he he saw Deontay get beat up, so he's like, hey, if I beat uh, beat up my nemesis, then maybe that'll get me back in good standings. Man, Anthony Joshua, you still the tin man. You still don't have any heart, and if you don't. If, Fight Fury or Oslick if you don't fight Dante, but whatever it is, you should just fight Dante just to get people off you, but you won't do it. Because like I said, you're the 10 man, you don't have any heart. Moving on, Stranger Things, Tank Davis changed his name uh, to go along with his Muslim faith. That's great. Uh, his name was Wahid, I think, I believe it is. Uh, but I want to know how do you say ducking in Muslim? Uh, somebody help me out. Because no matter what you change your name to, until you fight somebody, you're still ducking. You don't have to fight Haney or none of the guys you should be fighting. Fight somebody, Waheed. Somebody. And finally, Floyd, my man Floyd Mayweather, Floyd, Floyd Money Mayweather. Floyd is hurting boxing. He's hurting boxing. And like I said, he could be this generation's Don King. If he would just get out the way. Floyd can make any fight. He can make any fight in boxing for any division. He's that much of a spokesman. He's that much of a megastar. 
but he's still focused on getting this easy money, these exhibitions that don't mean anything, that is taken away from these guys in the sport that they're on the come up, but they don't know how they don't know the promotion games. They don't know the promotion game. They don't know how to get the max, the bang for their buck, what have you. Floyd knows how to do that. And I'm sure he could tear himself off a nice uh, percentage a la Don King, but he still wants to be the main draw. He's retired. Now he's talking about fighting Manny Pacquiao. Please don't. Please don't. Nobody wants to see that again. It's over. There's nothing at stake. Just two old lines going at it. Do like on Rocky. Meet up in a gym somewhere. Have somebody ring the bell and slug it out. But please don't bore us with that. I mean, I'd probably watch it, but hell, who wouldn't? But still, it's not helping boxing. Think about it, Floyd. You could be the real Don King. You, you, the money team. Come on, man. You and Ellaby are messing up the sport. Go ahead and fix it. You'll still get paid, but put the ego to a side. Put the ego aside, man. I'm begging you for boxing. And finally, we have a Haney Garcia, a maybe fight. Uh, I don't know why uh, Devin would want to fight Garcia. I mean, he know he wants to fight Tank. Tank beat up uh, Garcia. Garcia was a celebrity. He's not a boxer. Although he did farewell in his last fight with that half, half Philly shell or whatever he's doing, he should have got killed because I would have broke all his ribs. But hey, they might be they they might be the ones. So we're gonna see. Well, I'm about to get out of here because my dog is in the background losing her mind. So uh, let me get my shout outs. I want to thank everybody for uh, the support. Uh, this year, I'm going to jump to YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, I'll still be on here doing a complete show, but on those uh, on those venues, I'll be probably doing like reels, just talk about one subject or a couple of subjects. Uh, but until then, uh, once again, Happy New Year. It's 2024. Time to get it. Thanks again. It's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-T.